This is William Lara with Miami Lux, and welcome to the Randy Doyle Podcast. Hey, everybody. Good morning. And uh, I changed scenes. I'm not at 6,700 feet in the mountains. Is we are at about... We're right here about seven feet above the sea level, and it's been a good recharge. So it, uh, I wanted to take and come in today, and I talked to Chris a couple days ago, and I was like, hey, I think, there's a, I think there's a message we need to get out. And that message is pretty simple, is that, um, you know, we're living in amazing times to build a business. I think that it's probably one of the best times we've ever seen, because Chris and I have been talking about through this whole COVID uh, distraction of what a, a scam it's been for so many companies to use it as an excuse for a horrible service or to cut back on what they offer us, the sheep. And I'm not, this isn't a relationship to COVID itself. This is not a shot at COVID. Oh, you know, you know, I, I'm not going into that. I'm saying that, that, that many businesses are failing. They're failing horrible uh, to take advantage of what we, the people uh, worldwide are looking for. And so I wanted to talk about that. We've, I started traveling, I, I, I guess, mid-summer. I, I traveled for the first time uh, since all the COVID. And some of the businesses, you know, we've been in before, uh, the service had gotten a lot better. Some of them, it was, most of them, the service was absolutely horrible. <laughs> the attitude was horrible. And, and I just, I, I wanted to talk about it. So now for a lot of people is that your business, uh, maybe even your personal life isn't going too well, is, you know, hold the line is that I hope that today, if you're struggling, that we can give you some insight on what you should be doing or could be doing. Uh, again, we're gonna, make, we're gonna make suggestions, you're gonna make decisions, what we tell everybody in training. Is when you, when you get into the group, is that, hey, you can take in, uh, we're, all, we're just gonna make suggestions, it's gonna be your decision if you're gonna take action on it. Same thing for today, but I know some of you are not, you know, it's been a tough year, man. Hey, listen, my year, I'm sitting in beautiful Hawaii right now. I mean, how, how cool is that? Is that, Chris will tell you, uh, Chris, when's the last time you've been with me for almost two years? And, and I hate to say this because I was doing a better job, but you kind of changed my life a little bit, and uh, we got really busy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we did. I, we haven't, I haven't sat back and relaxed in a bit. You know, it's no, been, you, haven't, you haven't taken a vacation vacation since we started this. Um, you know, I mean, you've, you know, you've taken little – you know, one and two day weekend trips here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing just to escape. And, and, and so, you know, I understand that struggle because I've been facing it myself. I, I'm not, don't do as I'm doing, do as I say, because you need to get out there and you need to escape and refresh. I can't believe how much better I feel, but here, here's real. I don't want to talk about that with you is that, listen, man, I hope that this, this call today jolts you into reality of what the possibilities are. So if you're struggling, Hey man, I, I get it. We've had a rough uh, couple of years. Uh, it hasn't been an easy 18 months. I will put it that way. I would say that 18 months ago, my life changed a lot and we had a lot of struggles come down our direction and it's been one thing after another, but here's the deal, man. I'm still smiling. I'm alive. Uh, I'm enjoying, I got up this morning to talk to all of you and I, I talked to Chris earlier. There's a moon. I don't know if you guys can see it behind me or not. I'm, yeah, I'm, we can see it a little bit. Any, oh my God. It was, it was reflecting off the water and the ocean with the moon this way. To, it, it was just to the southeast. Is the sun's coming. Oh, my God. It was just – it was gorgeous. 
But here's what I realized, man, is somewhere in the world today, somebody woke up and they had a lot of challenges. And some of them had business challenges. All I can do is keep you in my warm thoughts and prayers for your personal challenges. For your business side, we're going to hope to stoke you up right now. So let's get into this. Again, Chris and I have talked about this has been the absolute biggest depletment of customer service and excuse for customer service in the world. And in, my, in the history that I've been alive in 54 years, I've never seen this big of an excuse for just taking and putting customer service uh, in a shitter, to, to put it easy, is that people have just shit on their customers. Uh, I'll tell you a perfect example of that. We went, when we went to fly out, we went to the hotel the night before. And I've stayed all over, and I'm going to call this company out by name. I've stayed all over the globe in Hilton Hotels. And the reason why I go Hilton and Marriott is because Hilton and Marriott, no matter where you're at, the standard on a true Hilton or Marriott hotel is pretty high. So we get in, we check in in downtown Los Angeles, right near there in, in Los Angeles, near LAX, really attached to the airport. <clears throat> we order some food because you can't go get anything in LA right now. And uh, so we order it. We, 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 we get what we think is coming up. And it was crap. Um, you know, I ordered a, a, a turkey burger that looked really good uh, with a side salad and some French fries. And my daughter owned, uh, ordered some ramen. And they got up there, and my burger was partially burnt, my, my turkey burger. There's no fries, there's a bag of chips, and there's no salad. And so, and her ramen that she ordered was literally uh, stovetop oven type ramen. I mean, it was, they gave you a thing, hot water, and said if it was too, too cold to warm it up in the microwave. And so I called downstairs and I said, hey, I, we only got a partial order. Uh, I didn't get a salad with my burger and I, I, I didn't get fries. And she literally, I'm not kidding you, check this out, said, sir, COVID has devastated us all. And, and I felt like saying, no, it's devastated you. It's devastated people that have lost family members. But I let her continue. And she went on and she told me that because of COVID, that they're operating as partial kitchen and couldn't supply the normal meals. And I said, don't you think you should have told us that before I ordered a $21 turkey burger that came with a bag of, not even a big bag of chips, that little hollow bag of chips and absolutely no salad. And then the, the iced tea came in a, in a, in a that, and Chris will tell you, I'm iced tea crazy. It, yep. was, it was a can of iced tea. It was, the, it was, it was tea soda pop. I don't drink soda pop. And, and, and so there's one of the biggest companies in the world that's failing on a mega, mega level. And, and they don't even give a shit, man. You know why? Because they've cut down. She was right. They cut down to a minimal staff. And maybe they can't find people. Uh, I, I can't. I, I can't believe that a lot of companies can't. But here's the deal: is that they failed. There was no apology. There was no nice. There was no niceness to explaining it out. It was their excuse, their reasons. Accept it, or don't go there anymore. Well, guess what, Hilton? I won't be going there anymore. You just took, and you know what? Your treatment's there. Now, let me tell you on the flip side. Another big company is that we're flying up here. We had a little mechanical issue, kind of a little spooky. So we had, we're going into Seattle. They had to turn around because our approach uh, software failed. So they landed us, and I didn't get to tell Chris this part, 
And we landed at the airport. I don't even know where we were in Washington State. But all I know is that we're taxiing down the runway, and there's a lot of Cessna single-engine airplanes. It's a small airport, and they just put a 737 down on a runway that was pretty small. And so they get us fixed up. We head back. We get clearance to go to Seattle. We land. Uh, five hours, six hours later, we've got a flight here to, to Kauai, or to Hawaii. And then we, uh, we're up at the counter, the service counter, and we're being really sweet to the ladies. It's not her fault. But everybody else is chewing her ass. There's a message to this, too. They're chewing her butt, man. This attendant, she's sweet, man. She's a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian gal. She's working her butt off. She had a good smile. She's saying aloha to people. She's trying her best. So we go up, we give her a smile, and we're, we're kind of joking with her. I thank somebody in line because they were nice. Next thing I know, she slipped us a, key, a piece of paper, and she looked around. This is how terrible people have gotten, too, not just businesses. And she goes, I don't want to write this. I don't want to say this out loud. She upgraded us our seating. She gave us a credit. She sent us to the Alaska Lounge, and dinner was on her. So which one did a better job? Hilton. Yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty obvious. You know, so here's the deal. Good service is a decision. It's not an option. It, it, it's a decision. And if you're in the luxury service business, you have no recourse. You're, you are an idiot to not take and offer great customer service right now. People are starving for good customer service. People are starving to have an experience. So, if you're, excuse me, if you're just going out and just detailing a car and you're not putting a Broadway production on, if you're, if you're before service isn't over the top, if you're during service isn't over the top and your follow-up isn't part of the whole experience, you're missing the boat, man. You're missing the boat. So, so now we'll, let's go into another story real quick. Again, it, it's a decision. Now this one's a little more critical. This is Kaiser, my insurance company. I go into the, into the doctor earlier this week, right? We've got to have all these tests done to get over your COVID and all this stuff. Dude, I took pictures. This is supposed to be the sanctuary for safety. This is supposed to be, it's, it's a huge operation. First off, not actually the very, very cordial when I came in. That stopped at the door. Once I got inside, you were a number and you were, you were a pain in the ass for even showing up at their, at their job. Now, these people work for a living. They work for a living. That, that, that's their career. Is that they made it look like is I was an inconvenience of taking and coming into their business. Okay. Second thing off, the place was absolutely disgusting. Anybody that hasn't traveled yet, the airplanes are cleaner than I've ever seen them. I would have much rather had a surgery on that Alaskan Airlines airplane than I would have had in Kaiser Hospital. Is I you could I wouldn't have let them treat me for a hangnail at that facility it was there was there was vomit bags it was absolutely horrible and the people were mean so again who's who's the winner out of this one alaska airlines when we when we were late that day before we took back off the captain of the of, of the aircraft came back to each one of the people in the back and said hey sorry about having to do that rapid pull out i'm really sorry that you're going to be late hey where are you where are you going Where's your trip at? And we told him why. He goes, oh, man, unfortunately. He already knew the times. He had a piece of paper. And he goes, hey, he says, next flight's going to be out in five and a half hours. We'll make sure to get you on that one. Really sorry for the inconvenience. Who gets it? Who gets it? I mean, it's just unreal. So here's here's the deal. 
hospital or restaurants. Let's, let's pick on restaurants for a second. Four restaurants, right? They've got, I, I, would, I would hate to be in the restaurant business right now. The restaurant business is already tough enough is you've got pretty low margins. Uh, you got to work your, your butt off. Uh, you got to get turns. It's, it's, it could be a good business, but it's, a, it's not an easy business. It's not an easy industry at all. Is that right now? Is that we again? We go to a, we go to a, to to this. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. I know it doesn't happen here in Hawaii, right? So I'm gonna pick on the California businesses. I like iced tea. We go into a nice restaurant. We're gonna support them. It's outdoor patio dining. I order iced tea. Oh, sir, because of COVID, we can't make tea right now. I'm like, okay, what the hell does this COVID and iced tea have to do with each other? You can't put a damn lid on the thing. It's no. It was an excuse by management to take and have to do one thing less during the day because the poor sucker probably can't find anybody to come to work. I get that part. But you know what? He's the manager. He's going around and he's talking to tables and this that. Go back and make me a jug of damn iced tea. It's, you want to impress a customer? Is that you go further? I love a story. I can't remember who it was. That somebody walked into his, his, one of his businesses and the person walked out of their business and had a dead battery. The, the, his employee went out, uh, Andy, it was Andy, it was Andy's, one of Andy's uh, stores. And so yeah, I, I heard that recently. Yeah. So, so the, they walk out, they try to jump the car, the battery's gone. His employee goes to a, to, to, to a supply store, gets a new battery for the customer, puts it into the car and sends the, cu- the customer on the way. That has nothing to do with vitamins. The, the person decided to go over the top. So now let's talk more direct about your decision making. Here's what I would really start in. Chris, do you got any input before I move on to this? Well, you know, I um, I was just thinking that part of customer service is being willing to allow the the company that you're purchasing from, you know, on the flip side here, allow them the chance to provide you with good customer service. You know, you talked about the people that uh, were at the airline there that were mad at the the woman behind the counter, you know. It wasn't her fault at all. They're not even allowing her to provide better customer service to them because they're already getting her all riled up from their attitude. You know, it is, you know, listen, everybody's tense. You know, one of the things is that I love to see random people smile. And right now with the mask, you've had to learn, you had to learn new sign language, you know, body language is the eyes come up, the cheeks, you know, the cheeks come up. Um, somebody's got massive ears, their, their ears will come up. Uh, it's no seriously all these different new but it's a it's a shame it's a reality right but it's just i really miss seeing people smile and it's got to be tough for people that are in customer service because i'm going to lead into that right now is is confidence is that right now if i were taking in in in, in our own business listen somebody's just asked me uh uh, a few days ago hey are you you guys exploding on social media and i was like no I, i wouldn't call it exploding I'd say it's constant growth. It's, wow, why aren't you exploding? I said, because we take aim at a specific customer base. Is that we don't want to connect with just random people that put weird shit posts on our, you know, our posts and comments and that. We want to take and connect with people we know that is a truly prospective customer. And I mean, we're, we're, our companies are killing it. We're absolutely killing it. So it's really a sniper approach to that. Is that I don't want just huge number of followers is we want ideal followers is we want people that are going to a- actually engage in us and, and that want to possibly do business with our business. That's what we're after. And I think that's a, 
a misconception right now. A lot of people are just looking at, you know, the cattle mentality is that they're, they're, they want to bring in just a big herd, but what's in that herd? You, you might have a cow that tastes like shit. You know, you just, you might not want that cow, but here's the thing I'd be, I'd be connecting on guys right now is I would be on connection is connecting with you. You're a small business. Now, Alaska airlines, that gal took it to a small business. Sorry. That girl took it to a small business mentality. Somewhere in her in her upbringing, somebody taught her really good manners, practical way of thinking, and I'm betting that she had exposure to a small business because her that was above and beyond on customer service when she helped us out. Now at the other places, they weren't. They were there for a for, to, to to be at a job and to move on. There was very so little pride. That's not their problem. I want to go talk to the take and talk to the person at the top, as Chris mentioned, because that's somewhere in the core values in their whole in their whole scheme of things. That person at the top is ruling for the top and not letting the people. The people could turn that business around, all these businesses around. So here's the deal: if I was you guys, you're in a you're, you're in a luxury business. I always say people that are are in service business, especially like automotive, especially like uh, paint protection film, especially like 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 PDR. Because you're like taking and selling cigars. Buying a cigar is a luxury. Selling a cigar is to a, to a group of customers that it's not a need. Our industry, for the most part, there are times that it is a need. So we're kind of luckier than the, the cigar market is that there is a need. But a lot of times through history, and detailing's changed a lot. But we found out that when the economy changes, which we could be into, who knows? We don't know where it's going to go with, with, with the current uh, election process and everything that's going on there, we could go into a change. And when that changes, the demands for detailing can change too. But not if you follow these simple rules. Just get on to the connection. Make a connection with people. As Chris and I are talking earlier, and Chris, people are looking for, they want to spend money. That's right. They they want some some normalcy in their lives and spending money helps them feel that way. And they want to take, and, 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 and they want a pride of, of buying and they want to take and uh, feel good. And a lot of people aren't taking trips. They're not going on vacations. They're not, they're not doing their normal stuff. And so for them uh, and investing in cars, car sales are strong right now. Uh, matter of fact, you look at some of the, the collector car markets, uh, collector car markets, there's things that are going very well right now. And so if you can make that connection with people, you're going to be way ahead. The next one is trust. And I'm not sure which one comes first. I think you need to make the connection. But if you, I always tell people, once I switched over to a trust-based company where I just worked on people being very trustworthy to people, it changed my businesses forever. Is that you build that trust up with people, people are going to take and stay loyal to you for a long, long time. And so how do you do that? It's, it's over the long haul. It's doing what you say, delivering what you're going to do, being on time, uh, being polite, having good manners, delivering an outstanding product. Nowhere in there did I say being cheap. Nowhere in there did I say being cheap. <clears throat> is develop an experience. People will buy into the experience. The next one is, believe it or not, this is where I'm going to use a little psychology, is that right now I think people have a little bit of a fear of loss or a fear of getting screwed. We are, we're having such a horrible time with customer services in some areas. Now, other businesses, it's over the top. You know, it's over the top. But a lot of people, they, they're, they're fearful of making the wrong purchasing decision. So what I would say is do a great job of educating your local markets and your customers of why you 
should be the one that they choose. <laughs> What's that doing? It's not talking about anybody. It's not, you don't have to say a bad thing about any competition that I never have, never will believe in doing that. But what you can do is bragging rights. For instance, what we used to say in our markets was that we we're one of the first ones to bring European steam into detailing. And what we said is that we told them all the benefits of, of, of using steam in detailing. And we talked about all the negatives of oversaturation of cars and getting the interiors really wet. Well, what did we do? We said doubt. When they called up other people, they'd ask them, hey, are you guys using European steam? Uh, no. Right then and there. So we would set doubt in people's minds on using inferior people, inferior services to ours. It's just part of the judo process. Next one is, is I would be in two markets right now. I would be taking and opening up in the entry level, meaning doing some volume. Uh, just I'm talking uh, wash clays and sealants or stage ones with a coating. I'm talking really entry level. Or, or I'd be over the top. I would be at each one. I would go off a little higher volume or I'd be way up here. The, that middle ground right now, I think people are so desperate for a cool experience, they're willing to pay for it. But that doesn't mean I still think the sweet spot for coatings is about six to eight hundred bucks. And you can, you can do a lot of you can kill it with six to eight hundred dollar coatings and interiors. I think that interiors are still. But man, do Chris and and, 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 and let me know what you think of this. I've said it even when COVID was happening, man, do not market COVID. The second somebody I see something on TV, I'm seeing all these stupid mask designs and stuff like that. Supermodels and masks now and. And, you know, I want to puke. But as a matter of fact, companies, when they do that, it, it turns me off. I wish people would take, they just, they'd go back to just, we all know what it's facing. I, I just, I want to see smiling faces so bad. Yep. That <clears throat> I wish the companies would put those smiling faces back onto the ads and stuff we see. Is they can safely do that. As we, we were just filming for Discovery Channel and we, they tested everybody. So when, when anybody that was going to be on camera was, in the area, we, we all had our mask off because we were proven safe. My point to this is, is that is, is I just think that you've got a great opportunity to take and you can market that, you know, you're COVID safe, that you're clean, um, that you've got the certifications, that you got all this know-how, that you've got the equipment, but I, I wouldn't lead into that at all. I, I wouldn't even mention it is that I, I would have it as an a line item, but I, I would just go, in my own life, I, I don't. I don't want any discussion on that. I want something when I when I buy something. I want it to take. That's why we got where we're at now. Is because we're doing all our meals right here. We're we, we're creating an experience to where we don't have to. We're kind of ignoring what's going on in the rest of the world for for six days, and it's been really nice just to escape and and not see a bunch of people in masks. Is that they're out here recreating, they're having a good time, and and they're, they're everybody's away from each other. And I think that's what people want. So if you can if you can take and create that, but again, I would be here and I'd be here. I'd be the, those two areas and I'd be marketing my ass off in those two areas. The next one from there is that is I would take and have a, a very personal connection via communications. And what I mean by that is I would be doing a lot of videos, a lot of these these events. I'd be doing a lot of instructional how tos. Uh, I would be doing a lot of things of telling your customers, okay. Hey, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you just had your car coded. I wanted to take and personally show you uh, how to take and, and properly 
maintain and wash. Now, this is my own personal vehicle. I'm going to walk you through on how to take in uh, detail your Mercedes that you are, or excuse me, wash your Mercedes that you just had done. Uh, you can even ask, offer to do a virtual of their first wash, bring it in. I would be connecting at that level. I would be going over the top to take and show people how to maintain their vehicles. I would entertain them and educate them and all with a smile. And, and I think that you would absolutely kill it. And the, the good news about that is, guess what? It comes with a higher price tag. You bury that right into the price. And people are so desperate for this. Now, none of this can be built overnight, but you can do a good job of it. Now, the other thing I do is that I would do a uh, appreciation marketing. Appreciation marketing is that this is something that we teach a lot uh, through our program is that I would be sending them thank you card. I'd be sending them pictures of their vehicles. I'd be doing up, uh, updates while you're working on it via text message. Uh, I would be doing all these interactions with them is basically communicating as much as you can without stalking them. You don't want to take that too far. Uh, so there is a line, but during the process is that, you know, we, we just recently made a purchase. And from the time that we purchased, we constantly got updates, text updates, all the way until they dropped the products off uh, while we were gone is they updated us on what was dropped off at the house. They even gave us a picture of the products dropped off at our place. How cool is that? It made me feel very secure. You know, we spent a couple thousand dollars on, on this purchase and it just was a, a really awesome experience. It's very personalized. Uh, there's a lot of interaction. Uh, we are constantly updated. It just made me very uh, trustworthy of, of, of our purchase, made me feel very comfortable. And honestly, this, this company's got a couple other things I want to buy from them that it made me want to buy it. And so they're going to make the short list either at the end of this year or the beginning of next year. <laughs> um, well, yeah. yeah. I was going to say my detailing clients, they love it when I send them little updates throughout the project. You know, they, uh, it, they really engage with it. They like seeing the progress being made on their car. Um, and it doesn't really, you know, ruin the overall surprise at the end when they get the car back and it's, you know, it's no, you're, you're, exactly, you're see, I think just taking those little snippets, right? Yeah, just seeing them and say, you know, especially let's, let's say for a second that they had a scratch or they had a stain and that you're successful at getting it out or the majority of it is that take a little short video and, and say, you know, hey, Mr. Customer, Mrs. Customer, hey, check this out. You know, I know you're really concerned about the stain, you're really concerned about the scratch. This is the progress. Uh, I mean, I just think that would that just drives you crazy. Now make sure it's not it's not time sensitive, meaning that don't have them drop your car their car off, and 15 minutes later you got the main the main reason for them bringing it in is taken care of, you know. Right. <laughs> so rather work, you know, before you send them that update so that they're not thinking you're exchanging time for money, you know, because you're not you're exchanging knowledge and know how, you know, for money. Um, Sniper marketing, man. We talked about this earlier. It's, a, it's a, a something that I named our marketing program years ago. Is that you want to take in? You want to? You, you, right now, I, I would hate to take a shotgun approach to marketing. I think right now, finding those ideal clients, like-minded clients, a uh, birds of a feather. They'll talk among themselves. Uh, also, the appreciation they'll have for your business, your services, and your offers. I think it's absolutely huge. So don't just start marketing to market. Be very precise with your marketing. It takes longer to build up your client base, but you know what? Uh, you're going to serve fewer better that way, and you're going to make more money, believe it or not. Uh, and then refocus people. is 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 Here's something that um, I think we need to get good at, is, is that 
we need to take and, and people are so there's so much chaos there's it's covid season it's riot season it's uh political nastiness season it's back to covid season it's back to shutdown season it's back to uh who the hell is going to be the president season it's it, you know the media has got us so scrambled that we don't know what we're doing and be the calmness of the sea be be bring bring some just bring some stability to your communications and and take and show people hey man if this is a safe place you can go it's like right now man i'm, a, I'm a, one of my say i live in a safe place i love this is my other getaway safe place is that um you want to create that for your customers in a weird way just for every time you talk to them is because here's why they're going to especially right now and it's going to i think it'll last a lifetime of customers is that they'll remember it is that when you're a safe place and what i mean by that is it was really easy doing business with you you always smile, even when they're grumpy. Try to change them over. Is that take and and and, and meet them and try to get them over to, to showing that you're going to be gentle and that you're going to be accepting and that you're going to give them a whole different environment. If you figure out that they're really into vehicles, start talking vehicles with them. Get them distracted. Get them away from the chaos that they're facing right now. We're all facing that stuff, but a lot of people are buying into it pretty heavy. I, I'm not. Chris isn't. You know, our family doesn't, uh, we just don't, but most people do. They're, they're trapped in this. Get them out of that trap and show them that there's there's old value customer service still out there and that you're going to offer that, not just a service, but you're going to offer an experience. And and, and they're always going to find a smile and something warm, and they're always going to get good value, and they're going to be happy with their purchase when they're done. There's no fear of loss. There's a good connection. There's a lot of humanality to it that's going to help you out in your business. And then lastly, the last thing I'm going to add here, and then we'll open it up maybe to some, 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 some questions, is that um, is take and make it about the people. Don't – I've, I've said this before. I've been there when I knew I didn't know how I was going to buy groceries for my family, man. I mean, it was – a matter of fact, on Thanksgiving, I did a video, and – it was 22, 23, whatever, how many years ago we figured it out. And I didn't tell my buddy Dave Morris that I was doing the video. Well, he's the guy I was at his house, man. I just, I'd gone into business with some family and they pretty much stripped us of everything we own. And it hadn't turned out good. I, I was at our buddy Dave's house, his, his family's house for Thanksgiving dinner because we didn't have the money to even make our, our own family dinner that year. And Dave and I started talking. He's a pilot for a very, a fluent uh, family and a bodyguard for the fluent family uh, flew all kinds of planes, told him about my background in detailing, said, Hey, this has been a, you know, we, we kind of already launched it. The last year I saw the writing on the wall, you know, I've been making good money. I'm not sure if I want to go back to this. It's where my heart is. And by the end of that night, David helped me take and not just listen to my dream, but build a true vision. And actually we built a small business plan Pretty much looked a lot like this right there on his dinner table that night and it launched our current part of our empire i mean it launched it that night uh three weeks later i didn't have to worry about putting food on the table um i did periodically but at least my family was was eating at least my family had milk and so i understand those those struggles but the thing that i that i really when you're in a desperate situation and you let desperate times motivate you uh to make a sale is those aren't good sales man and so you know what sell from the honesty of your heart 
and show what people need. They're going to pick up on that. I'm going to tell you, you, you might have to go get a little part-time gig for a little while, but that's not going to last long because when you do all these things and you give people a smile and you're sincere and you're likable and you can redirect them, you can start talking about cars. The other thing that people love right now, Chris, I don't know if you'll agree. Uh, you know, we're Chris and our, Chris's family, our family, we're really dog people. And I'll tell you the one thing, a redirect for me is the second that somebody starts talking about pets, I get happy. And mm -hmm. we were talking about pets last night, Kelly or one of our, Kelly and Robin, I got to see both of them. They're both mafia. They're here on the island. And um, she said something about her dogs. And for a flash of a second, I was like homesick, you know, because I hadn't seen my dogs in a few days. But if you want to take a redirect, that's a great redirect. It's people with their dogs, uh, their children, uh, their, their grandchildren, golf, hobbies, passions, cars, uh, all these things are really good redirects to just get people to kind of loosen up, soften up, and allow them to see a different part of you, but also for you to see a different part of them. And I think that's magical. Also, I hear a lot of people say, oh, man, I got a closed shop. People come in, they'll talk forever. Let me, uh, let me tell you. I thought like that for five seconds until I had the right customer come in. And he didn't want to watch my work. He just wanted to come in and he just was fascinated with what we did. And so I let him watch for about an hour. He slowed me way down, probably cost me two hours and he left. But what happened was he went and called every one of his friends that owned Ferraris and Porsches. And I had work lined up for two months after that. And so we've always had an open shop or an open work environment. If you're mobile, let people come in and see what you're going to do. And then just kindly look at them after you've talked just a little bit. Say, you know, I, I gotta, I'm gonna talk to you as I work. I gotta, I gotta get going. I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta pay the bills. They'll, they'll be respectful and back away when you say it that cool and that kind of mellow. And, and I think that's huge. So get it, get good at redirecting people and just be sincere, man. So, hey, Chris, let's open it up to some questions. We got it. Wow, man, I should have just seen that. That was cool. <laughs> wow. Sorry. What did we miss? Oh, man, there's a big old wave. And it, it came up and it crashed and the water went. That's why my head went. Like that because it came all the way up. It was pretty cool. You know, I was I was thinking while we were sitting here though, you know, guys that are experiencing a lot more success right now, they're they're very busy, all that kind of stuff. Not to let that become a, a reason to kind of back down on your customer service. You know, don't let don't let the fact that you're busy and that you're short on time take away from that. Um you know, if you're so busy like that, that it's starting to affect, and you know it, if you're getting grumpy, we all know, we, you know, when, I, when I'm an ass wipe and I just, I shouldn't be in front of people, I know it, stop yourself. If you're not, if you're to that point and you're kind of burned out, don't, take, take a breather. And I'll tell you, recharging, if you're that successful, the thing I learned when I was younger and I kind of blew it for a few years, in the last 18 months, I didn't do as good a job because we're in such, all of our, our companies, we're exactly what, what, what Chris just said. Everything associated with this was blowing up in a good way. I mean, just, I mean, sales were just, I mean, everything was just crazy. Right. And so I kind of got off point for a little bit and now we're back up. You need to go recharge the batteries, man. I mean, simple as that is homeboy, homegirl. If you think that if, if you go through burnout, you, if you got a good thing going and you're not taking some downtime, that good thing going is going to take, and I'm not saying not hard work hard, but every once in a while, you got to go turn it off and, and put the solar power back on and, and recharge the solar batteries and get out and what God's made us, man, and, and, and enjoy this freaking planet. It's unbelievable, whether you're in the mountains, 
or at the, at the beach or in the desert or, you know, it doesn't matter where you go, where your sanctuary is. But take in and allow yourself some downtime because if you don't, it's not going to it's not going to help you. It's going to hurt you is that you've got to recharge those batteries. And that's that's a huge part of it. So, OK, what do we got, Chris? Well, um, Bob Phillips is very jealous of uh, your office today. Um, you know, Bob, I'm going to take the guys on, 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 on Instagram. I'm going to take and flip this around real quick. We'll show you guys this way. And then I'll take the yeah, it's it's pretty tough going, man. And then I'll, I'll do the same thing is uh, we'll come down. That's where the waves you can just see them busting a little bit right there. But yeah, Bob, it's okay because you're uh, you're paying for a trip to Mexico or here to Hawaii uh, <laughs> by next January. So don't don't worry about it, Bob. We'll be here. Yeah, I heard somebody already hurt their foot. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's that that one hospital trip in <laughs> already. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Richard Roman uh, typed in. He says, "Do you have a mind map created for great customer service? And would you mind?" Oh. Sharing- would you mind sharing again which previous episodes you taught the skill of mind mapping? Um, Richard, we'll have to go dig that up. I don't, I don't remember, and I'm pretty sure Renny doesn't remember what episodes. I'll do it, Richard. I will take in uh, for anybody that follows us on Instagram or on on Facebook. I will go do a customer service mind map right now because it's so fresh and it's just going to be my my writing, and I'll build that this morning while I have my coffee, and I'll post it up. So, um, hey, Chris, send me his his information. That's a great, that's a great request. So, hey, hey, make sure to send Chris in the messages right now uh, or an email. Just send him all your information because I, I want to I do something for you. That was a great question. That was a yeah. really good question. I, th- I think I've got Richard's info. Pretty sure. Yeah. Just take a screenshot of his stuff right now, too, even if he's got it. You know, it's just, it's send it to me because I want to do something on the bottom of the mind map. Okay. Yeah. That's a, so, those that don't know what mind mapping is, it's the center of my uh, – uh, shoot, I might map this thing out. Um, should I go grab one real quick for those that are watching? You and could. Post it up. Yeah, we'll make you wait. You guys will have to wait. We'll put it on social media. You'll see what my map is. All right. Any other um, well, Jeremy Jeremy just wants you to know if the view is nicer on Maui. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's kind of like Big Bear. It's kind of like where I live. I don't know if Hawaii's got a bad view. You know? I mean, here's the deal is – you know, we kind of put together Jeremy last night, Robin and I, and then, and then, and then we talked uh, Kelly. Uh, we got big plans for Hawaii. So, if if and not just for the Hawaiian detailers, we're going to do something strictly for the Hawaiian detailers, something strictly for mafia that are here on the islands. But we're going to do an industry event over here once all this COVID shit. So stay tuned because we're going to have like a little something I've been wanting to do, and we're going to do it. So. We're going to come to the islands. We're going to host a uh, special training. We came up with a brilliant idea on who to bring in uh, because we like sharing sharing knowledge. And so we're not going to let the cat out of the bag yet. We'll wait until uh, all this COVID. Uh, yeah, I'm just worried how far is it going to be COVID-20? Is it moved? I mean, is it go to 21? Or, I mean, what do we start calling this shit here in another year or two if we're still facing it? Well, goodness, I don't know. <laughs> Watch that clip from a movie coming out. It's like COVID-20. 27 lockdowns and i'm like oh my god no that's not even that's a bad dream i don't even want to hear that you know yeah, no no movies like that um what do you call it? uh let's see jeremy jeremy says he'd be ready to go on that and uh, kelly kelly's actually on she says you can see maui from here so technically it's the same view 
<laughs> yeah, it, 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 was, it was pretty cool. It's uh, uh, Tonight we're going out swimming with the manas at night. We're doing the night snorkel. Oh, cool. They light the water up. We're going to go out and Darren. We, uh, we saw porpoises. We saw whales uh, breaching yesterday. Uh, saw I saw right here, We there's a natural cove right here. So I, I'm out every morning doing my swim. Saw a, a uh, more eel uh, the other day. Uh, scared the crap out of me because I didn't know he's there. And I turn around, he's, you know, right there. So pretty cool. Yeah, uh, R Richard typed in another question. He was asking um, the uh, company that we use for the appreciation marketing on the thank you cards. Um, that one's an easy one. That's a company called Send Out Cards. Um, <clears throat> you know, and I, I know, Richard, you came to our training and we went over that stuff a little bit. But uh, Send Out Cards is a good one. allows you to... Uh, upload pictures. You can create a custom card that you send to your clients. Uh, I've done that a number of times uh, where I've included a finished picture of their detailed vehicle. Uh, they get a kick out of it. I'm going to tell you right now too, if that, that right now utilizing sent out cards is, and you don't have to do that. Like we got a new uh, program starting that we're, we'll start when I get back. I just ordered the paper yesterday. Uh, but here's the deal is that if you start sent out cards, is a, is a custom card. It looks like you're printing. Uh, you never touch it. You upload, they mail it. It's, it's all, it's a stamped envelope, man. Let, let me tell you, direct marketing works right now. Direct mail marketing works right now because, um, uh, no, so few people are doing it. And so few people are doing it. You send people a picture of, with their, a before and after the car or just a really cool shot of their, you know, Porsche, their Mustang, whatever it may be. Uh, their destroyed interior of their minivan with a, a split shot of before and after where, you know, kid bomb went off, you know, kid grenade was launched in the back. Now you fixed it all up. You're the miracle worker. Uh, that's just really exciting. You know I mean? That's just really exciting. People get that in the mail. They'll flip out, man. There was a, there was a, there was a, a, a thing, um, probably about 1999, 2000. And then there was a new one last year. And in, in 1999, it said, look, I got an email and it said inbox one. And then there's U.S. mail, and there's a stack of U.S. mail taller than the person, right? And then the new updated one was, wow, look, I got a postcard. And the inbox number said 397 emails unopened, and there is one postcard. And if that ain't true, so, you know, take the time to mail people stuff, give them thank you cards, handwrite something out right then and there. But I'll, I'll, I'll do, a, I'll do a, a customer service uh, maybe a marketing, uh, and we'll, we'll, I'll post those up today. I'll post those That'd up. Cool. That'd be All cool. right, guys. Well, Hey man, uh, I want to take and just, I want to challenge you right now is that, um, first off the promotion of Hawaii, they're hit hard. Uh, if you guys are going to go on vacation is get to Hawaii. They, they, we, we all need support. We've got so many smiling faces and so many people just so happy to get their, 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 their beautiful, islands back open back up to share with others so if you haven't been here and if you want to do a great thing for other people the wine islands would sure appreciate your business uh the second thing is shut down recharge the batteries and the third thing is, is seriously go kick the shit out of all the uh, bullshit talkers in the industry and uh, all the uh, all the a lot of meanness man and i just don't have room for meanness because i think those people that don't have a smile are the ones that are giving our, our, our industry a bad name. For all of you that smile a lot, Jason Rose, yes, I am smiling. Uh, yes, you did play a thing with that. 
Uh, but there's a there's a story I told you I'd tell you when we get together sometime personal. But other than that, guys, hey, have a blessed day, man. Aloha, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. See you later. All right. have, a have, have a good one, guys.